0: control alt delete with miss Joel navigating your way through the social local and mobile tech talk on show 97.7
1: at exactly 11 minutes after seven o'clock good morning mitch
0: good morning terry how are you
1: i'm fine thanks i see you are as excited as i was to look at these pictures from uh, perseverance landing on mars
0: I was. I found it also very humorous that people thought there was going to be some live HD 4K camera <laughs> feed of that, as if, yeah. <laughs> as if we had a studio set up outside of Mars yeah. waiting for this thing yeah, to land. No <laughs> kidding.
1: Yeah, this is really quite something. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's actually tweeting the rover, is it?
0: Yeah, it's the greatest thing. When the rover landed, it tweeted, "I'm safe on Mars." Perseverance will get you anywhere. Obviously, the name of the rover is Perseverance, and right. uh, and the memes coming after that have been, you know, just hilarious from some other people as well. Um, Uh, One of them was uh, uh, alluded to Ted Cruz, and it was, uh, we just went to Mars to drop off my daughter. There's some pretty (laughs) funny ones, so if you haven't seen the funnier ones. But what an amazing story, in the evolution of technology, when you really think about what's going on. Watching the image of the parachute dropping the other one, the other rover down, and how we're going to see this four-pound drone helicopter at one point in the next coming weeks take off from the rover. It's just... We live in the future. It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, and, and one of the things I couldn't stop watching, I don't know if you saw it, but it was um, it was a, a, a video of the camera on the thing panning from uh, right to left, but it had Ugh. audio of yeah. what I assume was Mars wind. It was really, you know, and I think the tweet said something, uh, something to the effect of, you know, uh, while you're watching this, remember it comes from 127 million miles away or whatever it is
0: hard really, to imagine that it took yeah. seven months for this thing to get there yeah. and it lands and within a couple seconds we're getting pictures and i can't get cell phone reception upstairs yeah. you know it's unbelievable <laughs> that's very true um let's uh let's talk about uh I've, i don't know why
1: we should talk about this but i think i'm gonna fit picks. what's your <laughs> what's your deal with
0: fit picks? terry you and i've been doing this like over seven years i think yes sir and I come across certain stories and I know I'm putting them in just to trigger you. And this is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try for it weekly, but it doesn't happen every week. So Fitpix, you would assume if you heard that th- it's very simple, it's people taking pictures of them working out or without their shirts on or in yeah, their, yeah bathing suits, et cetera, et cetera. But no, fit pics are a massive trend on Instagram that I had no idea about until I read about it in the Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. where people take full-length pictures of themselves head to toe with what they're wearing. And of course, you would look at that and think, well, okay, that's kind of interesting. You get a bit of a person on the street and, and a sense of fashion of the day, and that's fantastic. But then if you zoom back a little bit, you have one real question, which is, who's taking these pictures? Good it's not point. a selfie. Yeah, right. <laughs> good point. And the article goes on and on about everything from passerbyers who are asked to take pictures to uh, boyfriends and girlfriends and spouses and children and all this, all this work. And again, you see a little bit of of the narcissism and silliness of it. You know, we're going to go somewhere. I'll take a change of clothes to wear a different pair of shoes. The people who are taking these pictures are big influencers. They tag the brands. Sometimes they have attachment to the brands or paid for the brands or compensated. So I, I don't know where, is it fun? Is it nice to just see what people wear? Is it completely narcissistic? I, I, what do you think, Terry?
1: I, I'm going narcissistic if you're asking me. But maybe that's because I don't have a fit, pick body uh, or free clothes from, from I, yeah. people sending me stuff.
0: Um, I don't know how I would do either if I was taking a, if my kid was taking the picture of me and said something like Dad, stop making that stupid face. You know, like I'm. I i do not know if I'd. <laughs> uh,
1: this is the other thing that caught my eye uh, from uh, your note t- to me last night, and that's chain reaction videos. When I watch these things, I am like you, mesmerized by them. But the second thing I think of is who's got time to set
0: these things up. It's unbelievable. <laughs> there's nothing new here. The Rube Goldbergs, the, uh, uh, you know, the old school Sesame Street videos where the ball falls down and knocks something else It goes in the sun. And it, it has a a nice ending is, is the idea of this. And these are becoming more and more interesting, but more and more humor based. And there's this individual whose name is Joseph Hersher who is 36 years old, and he's what he, he's a self-proclaimed chain reaction artist, but he works out of his bedroom in Brooklyn. <laughs> and it's very, very funny. It's things like just simply passing the salt or a wake up morning routine. And again, these things have become very sophisticated. So like you, I went down the rabbit hole and watched a whole bunch of them. His are particularly brilliant, and I do recommend watching him do his whole routine on just getting salt on his food. Um, <laughs> amazing to watch and again that you talk about the creativity and those moments we're watching where he creates a lot of tension you see something moving you're like oh there's no way this is going to work and it totally works so a lot of science a lot of physics a lot of a lot of how long are the setups on these videos what do you think hours and days
1: yeah yeah i can't even imagine And, and i you know and i always think i wonder how many times they had to do it before it actually
0: followed through and worked all the way through yeah. And each part of it and filming right. it and make right. sure it works. So we, uh, you know, let, let's share some in in, in the show yeah. feed. We'll share, you know, Terry DeMonte at Mitch Joel, we'll share a couple because yeah, I mean, their time suck, but they're awesome to watch. They're brilliant. Jo- Your kids are jo- going to love them too. Joseph Hersher. Joseph Hersher on YouTube. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, this, this caught my eye too, because I was reading an article in the paper this morning About how much trouble uh, downtown Montreal is in, and I don't want to go on and on about it because Montreal isn't alone. But it's a virtual work home offices uh, versus uh, you know the big office, uh, the big office tower. I I know we've we've had this discussion a couple of times in the last year as we come up on the year anniversary of the pandemic, and I know friends of mine you know who are lawyers who say they they're still going to need a law office. There are a lot of creative endeavors that still want to see people gather in the office. Uh, But you're saying the discussion is on as to whether or not there is going to be a return to the
0: office. Well, I think the greater conversation that's evolving right now, which becomes almost philosophical, is this idea of, are we at the end of the high profile office? This idea that you're only legitimate if you have an office space and it has to be in a cool part of town and it has to have certain tropes that we're used to in an office space. And I dealt with this, you know, back in the early 2000s, I launched a marketing agency and then we opened in Toronto and it was frustrating to me because I could be on a plane and at our office long before some of our employees would be, but there was a perception from the clients that you need to have this space that they could come and hang out with. And the conversation now is less about whether an office is important or not. I think we will need offices. Some of the bigger uh, companies are going to require more space because they're going to want to spread people out. I think some of the bigger companies or, or some mid-sized companies will want to do more of a co-sharing WeWork. So I think offices will still be important. People have to get their professional development going. But the question of the perception of it, do we need that? Do we need that to be who we are? I think is going to have massive ramifications and it's fascinating because here we sit almost one year to the day when we really started going into hibernation as it were and we're going to see how this impacts everything it's it's very scary to me because i think a lot of people's careers and development really depends on office space and we i think we forgot that in the moment where we're all sitting at home
1: yeah um okay your app of the week
0: is going to sound familiar it's going to sound familiar only because it is picking up steam and steam and steam. We've been talking about Clubhouse forever, but I think forever for a couple of weeks, but it is, it continues to be explosive. So join clubhouse.com. It is available only on iOS. It's only mobile. It's not desktop. It's not Android. Android. But it continues to blow up. They had Joe Rogan on on Friday night, and it completely almost collapsed the whole system. <laughs> so more and more voices to hear. Think of it as live radio where everybody can participate. It's drop it drop in chat audio. They call it social audio. It's called Clubhouse. So go to joinclubhouse.com if you want. Follow me on Twitter. Hit me up. I might have a couple free invites if you want one.
1: Yeah, I, I, heard, uh, I heard a story last week, I uh, forget where I heard it, but I heard it uh, on uh, a radio uh, station, uh, not sure, um as I was dialing across, and, and they were talking about Clubhouse and the fact that um, a lot of hip-hop artists were joining other hip-hop artists and hip-hop producers, and that a lot of young um, uh, up-and-coming artists uh, who wanted to talk to these producers had the opportunity to do so because they were they were in the clubhouse.
0: Yeah, Deadmau5, uh, Canadian, yeah. Oh, runs his own ch- clubhouse that runs almost continuously. One of the interesting things about the app is the diversity of it. Hmm. There really is a strong sense of gender diversity, BIPOC. You really get a feeling that this isn't the tech bro white culture of, of San Francisco, which is, which is a, a blessing. And there's a lot of issues with what you're talking about too in terms of sharing ideas and privacy and who's taking ideas versus who's really trying to help so there's I mean it's not a perfect world it's very new and messy but the conversations and content is great I've seen many clubhouses created just for the city of Montreal which is lovely to see so people chatting about Montreal and it's a it's a you know it's a little drop in audio if you want to get a taste of it and uh, you got you have to get an invite from
1: somebody so uh Follow uh, Mitch along on uh, Twitter, and maybe he'll invite you into the
0: clubhouse. Happy if I have him to give him out. It's my okay. pleasure. All right. Thanks, Mitch. Have a great week, Terry. Talk Thank to you, you. next
1: week.